Hi there, brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. Last time I was talking about dominion truths and the second tribe uh, that has to be defeated in Canaan land, the Hittites, which represents fear and uh, intimidation and terror. And as I said, the, the seven tribes that uh, the people of Israel had to, had to enter in Canaan land and destroy, utterly destroy these tribes, is a type and, and a spiritual picture for us of what we have to overcome in our soul. And so these giants within our soul have to we have to overcome. And the giant that we have to overcome here that we're looking at today is fear and terror. The two big giants within uh, the Hittite tribe are Jezebel and Balaam. And they receive their headship and their power from the sin nature of fear and rejection and resentment of God's people. So the false prophet uh, Jezebel teaches Baal religion and fornication. And she has the abilities to ensnare uh, weak-willed pastors and elders and other leaders and parents and children uh, in Christian families uh, because of, of a lack of warfare against her. And, uh, and not yielding to the Holy Spirit and the protection of God, such as if we pray out um, Psalm 91 and Psalm 103. So we, we need to do warfare against these giants to completely defeat them. And often uh, we are we're struggling against the spirit of fear because we haven't done uh, the necessary warfare uh, that we need to do. Um, and so uh, Jezebel always tries to invert God's divine order in the church uh, and in the family. And we see Jezebel invert, invert uh, church leadership to Ahab roles uh, inside of the, 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 the church where, where often men and often leaders uh, are operating in a very weak-willed uh, place where they're not exercising their, their will because they've been ensnared by, uh, by fear and intimidation and manipulation and control. And so we see this in the church and we see this in the family and we see this in society. Um, so... Um, as I say, we have to overcome the giant of Jezebel and the giant of Balaam. So let's just talk briefly about Balaam. We know he was a faithful prophet, prophet and he always obeyed and only said what God put in his mouth to speak. But after a long time, he eventually gave into temptation and he compromised and he influenced saying, well, if you bring uh, your enemy tribe into and among uh, the people of Israel, and to bring the women in among them and so they can um, lie with the men and they can fornicate with the men and uh, and also bring in their uh, their pagan worship their idol worship their false religion their doctrines of devils and so the the spirit of Balaam is a spirit of compromise a spirit that wants people to fall into sexual sin into carnality and uh, uh, compromise truth 
And so that's something that uh, operates side by side uh, with Jezebel. And so wherever Jezebel is working, there's always the spirit of Balaam that is working uh, alongside Jezebel to try to entrap people into sexual sin. Uh, things like uh, being unfaithful to a husband and a wife, fornication, adultery, uh, pornography, uh, sexual sin. Um, and along with that is to compromise truth. In other words, bring in a watering down of truth, a compromise of the truth and, and doctrines of devils and, 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 and pagan worship, idolatry. Um, and so we see today um, that children in homes today uh, have become very sensual and become very sexual and, and are not spiritual. And so we can see even in marriages how many many um, married people are even addicted to pornography who have uh, who are often give in to uh, uh, committing adultery and things like this and and young people who are single um, often even people that go to churches you know we see you know they 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 find a girlfriend they find a boyfriend and they they sleep with them um, before they get married. So we, we see so many signs and so many warnings how uh, the spirit of Jezebel and Balaam have been operating and infiltrating uh, the church and God's, God's people. And so it's for a lack of uh, discernment. It's a, for a lack of, of warfare and for an exercising of our will uh, to overcome and fight and get the victory and become full overcomers. Um, so... Let's just read a little bit about Ahab, which was the king of Israel. So in 1 Kings 16, 29 to 33, it says, And in the thirty and eighth year of Asa, king of Judah, began Ahab, the son of Omri, to reign over Israel. And Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel in Samurai for uh, Samaria, twenty and two years. And Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. And it came to pass as if it had been a, a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbal, king of uh, Zidonians, king of the Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. And he reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, uh, which he had built in Samaria. And Ahab made a grove. And Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. So we can see that alliance took place between Jezebel and Ahab. And so we can see that there's a, a an agreement and a and a. a a contract so to speak between um, Jezebel and Ahab they got married and so Jezebel is operating in fear control manipulation and false religion Baal religion idolatry witchcraft magic and then the other side we have Ahab which is who is a man who's supposed to be serving God and following the commandments of God but a man who is weak-willed and he compromises, he gives up obeying God, and he goes and he uh, aligns himself with, with Jezebel, and he's greatly influenced by Jezebel and her influences and her magic and her 
um, her spiritual powers. And um, he is so weak-willed that he just gives in, he gives in, and he becomes a, an evil king of, of, of rebellion and disobedience against God, leading the people of Israel into, uh, into idol worship and witchcraft. So in reading in 1 Kings 18.4, it says, For it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took an, a hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. So we can see that Jezebel is so um, aggressive. She destroys prophets. She destroys leaders. She come against the people of God. She comes head on against to destroy people's lives, to, to destroy these prophets' lives, and she kills them. Um, so the beautiful story of Elijah that uh, that rises up in the in the in the power of God's spirit and so in 1 uh, 1 Kings 18 36 to 40 it says um, and it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said Lord God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, that thou hast turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, He is the God. The Lord, He is the God. And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal. Let not one of them escape. And they took them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slew them there. So we see a mighty victory take place here where God calls on the living God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and the fire of God falls and consumes the offering and then the prophets of Baal are taken and all of them are slain. Hallelujah. And a mighty, mighty victory uh, takes place. But now notice that when we walk in victory. We walk in dominion. We're doing the work of God. We are obeying God. The enemy will come against us. And this is exactly what happened to Elijah. 1 Kings 19, 1-5 And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a message unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw uh, that, he arose, that's Elijah, and went for his life, and came to Beersheba, uh, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under the juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. So notice... 
what happens to Elijah. He hears what Jezebel has said to him. And so behind Jezebel's words are control, manipulation and fear. And mostly fear. And so Elijah hears those words and he gives in to a spirit of fear. And he runs for his life, um, um, fearing for his life. And he comes to a place of self-pity and pride. And he says, I'm the only one here. There's no one but me that's serving you, O God. Not realizing uh, that there's many other prophets as well. But he came into a place of self-pity. And he said, oh God, just take my life. I just want to end it here. I just don't want to live anymore. And so what happens is when we're serving God and we're doing His work faithfully and we we doing exploits for the kingdom of God, the enemy will come against us. The enemy brings this high tide spirit, which is a spirit of fear and terror against us. And that is to stop us from advancing so that we will withdraw and that he, the enemy wants to bring us to a place of defeat where we feel hopeless, where we feel incapable, where we feel I can't go on anymore. And so often what happens is we've done things for God and uh, we've, God has used us and, uh, we've, and, and mighty things just like Elijah. Some wonderful things have happened for the kingdom of God. We've advanced. We've seen breakthrough. We've seen fruit. We've seen, but the enemy doesn't like that. And so, and especially the enemy comes against leadership in the body of Christ. And the, the enemy comes against, you know, leaders of families, again, husbands and wives who lead families. And, uh, and so he wants to bring us to a place where we caught up in fear and we feel hopeless, we feel defeated, uh, we feel disappointed, we feel resentment. So some of us have been hurt by other Christians, by the brothers, by the sisters. Um, some of us, um, God has used uh, another brother or a sister, maybe a family member, uh, and you've, you have been betrayed. Uh, by the person, or uh, the, this person has spoken uh, words that have come out of their mouth that are very painful to hear, and that has been like a, uh, an arrow, or, 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 or uh, it just pierced your heart, and pierced your soul, and caused a lot of pain, and caused a lot of hurt. And sometimes the words can be intimidating. There, there's a spirit of fear behind the words. Sometimes the words are, are meant to try to control you, to me, meant to manipulate you. And so, uh, you know, many leaders in the body of Christ, uh, um, the enemy themselves come. The, 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 the devil and demons themselves come to lie and to bring fear into our minds, into our hearts, into our souls. Sometimes it's through other people where people say things and do things and it's hurtful, it's painful. And the words uh, are like um, daggers uh, that pierce the soul. And these are all meant as strategies of the enemy to pull us down so that we will uh, come to a place where we feel defeated. We can't go on. We can't advance. But, but brothers and sisters, God does not want us to stay 
in that place. And so um, we have to learn to do the necessary warfare to get the, the victory. And so remember Ahab, uh, the king who was married to Israel, he was a very weak-willed man. And so in society today and in Christian families and in churches, uh, the, we are struggling uh, in the condition of the church right now with people that are not exercising the will. We are not exercising our will the way God wants us to exercise our will. Uh, husbands are not standing up as leaders in family. Uh, uh, elders in the church are not standing up and saying uh, what they what really needs to be said. Um, uh, if we if we look at churches today. Uh, we see a lot of infiltration of the spirit of of uh, uh, of um, Balaam. Remember, as I was saying earlier, Balaam is a spirit to bring doctrines of devils. Balaam is a spirit to bring fornication. Remember that Jezebel always brings in false religion. Okay, so false religion is we don't need the Holy Spirit to help us and to bring us into full dominion. We don't need the Holy Spirit to help us to, to, to become full overcomers in Christ. And so it's a spirit that is against that. It's a spirit that, that opposes the growth and the development of the believer. And so the spirit of fear, which is, and Jezebel is one of the giants. Balaam is one of the giants. And Ahab, the weak world person is one of the giants and so what we're dealing with here is we need to go to war and so if we can just uh, look at some of the examples in the church right now um, just to make a point uh, we see in, in, in some very large congregations where uh, often these churches have a lot of uh, a big focus on praise and worship and a lot of entertainment kind of Praise of worship with lights and, and and the whole Hollywood kind of scene of praise and worship going on there, and uh, and often the, the elders, uh, when you speak to them and you say, well, what's your what's your stand on on homosexuality, and they will say, well, you know, uh, we don't speak against gay people, you know, we don't call that sin, we don't call, uh, you know, that. Um, necessarily a sin and we we don't feel led to confront that and so what do we see uh happening here what we see happening here is that ahab spirit is coming just like ahab uh influenced that the, the enemy would come among israel and cause them to compromise in other words bring the woman in cause them to get in, involved in sexual um sin fornication Bring the women in so that they will tempt the men to fall into idolatry and pagan worship and witchcraft and magic. And so we see this infiltration coming in. Jezebel always will bring false religion to lead people away from divine order and apostolic teaching and doctrine. And so Jezebel comes in with false religion and fornication and sexual sin and fear. We often we one of the the big things that that are attacking churches right now is a doctrine of devil, which is this emphasis on extreme grace, where uh, uh, you know people have sex before marriage, uh, 
but leadership is basically saying, well, God's grace is there for you and God's grace will cover you. So there's not a, a teaching that's saying don't compromise with sin. Don't compromise with sin. This is sin. This is sin. We're not supposed to engage and we're not supposed to commit these kinds of sins. But there's a, a grace message going out to saying, well, you know, if you do these things, God's grace is always there for you. You see, so it's, ab it's abusing the grace of God, isn't it? It's abusing the, the grace of God. So it's, a, it's actually a, a doctrine of devils. It's a doctrine of devils. And so um, we see how sexual sin has greatly uh, infiltrated the church where in uh, many young people who are young and single get involved in, in, in boyfriend-girlfriend relationships. They, they have sex before marriage and it's not really a big deal. And so uh, this has a lot to do with this extreme grace message, which is actually a a. a, 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 a a teaching of the devil and so it's not um, teaching people to, to say well, you know this is what the word of God says this is sin this is this isn't something that we should not involve ourselves in and we should not do these kind of behaviors for example sex before marriage is a sin you know many pastors today elders do not want to talk about things like that you know uh, many pastors do not want to address the gay issue you know, I've even heard, you know, uh, 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 an elder who was confronted on the issue, who is not prepared to say that following a gay lifestyle is sin. And so what we see is an infiltration of Jezebel, Balaam, Ahab. And so we, we, what we're dealing with is leadership that is compromising, weak-willed leadership that is not willing to stand up and, 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 and say what needs to be said. And so uh, there's a compromise. You know, we are not a democracy in the church. We are, under, we are in the kingdom of God. We are part of a kingdom. And in the kingdom of God, there is a king. And the king has his words. He has his commands. He has his truth. And his commands, his truth, his statutes stand and go. Regardless of what we think. And so if we are part of the kingdom and we are sons and daughters of the kingdom, we simply obey the commands of the king. But we, what we are seeing more and more today is weak-willed elders that are saying, well, you know, we're going to compromise on this truth. And it's a watering down of this truth. And it's a, trying to adjust and modify uh, truths that are clearly stated in Scripture for us to obey. And so this is the warfare uh, that we are facing. I also want to uh, address that um, today uh, a lot of leaders have been attacked. A lot of prophets have been attacked. Just like Elijah was attacked and he got into fear. He was under the tree and he just said, I just don't want to live anymore. And I know that there are leaders out there uh, that have been hurt, that have been offended, that have been betrayed, that have had daggers stuck in their back. There's leaders that have uh, be gone through very painful things where members of their own family, where, where members of the church, where people in the Christian community have said things, have done things that have been very, very painful. And, uh, you know, Jezebel 
comes and says things. She's very the spirit is very aggressive. It says things that are that are meant to bring fear and intimidation and control and meant to break down and to 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 break down your your will and your desire to move forward. Okay, and so uh, many leaders have gone through this and are in a place of defeat or place of hopelessness and are in a place of despondency, in a place of um, disappointment, in a to play, in even getting involved in self-pity and pride and saying, you know, I don't want to take this anymore. But I want to say, brothers and sisters, that this is a time where the spirit and power of Elijah are coming and falling upon us. The anointing of God is falling upon us. The spirit of God is falling upon us afresh. The grace of God is falling upon us afresh and causing us to exercise our will and causing us to do the necessary warfare, to do the necessary warfare that is required for us to, 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 to come to this place of victory. Remember Ahab was, is a weak-willed spirit that aligned himself with, with Jezebel. So Jezebel could completely control Ahab and have her way. What did she? Her, what was her agenda? What was her strategy? Her strategy was to cause all the people of Israel to come into witchcraft and magic, to come into paganism, to come into idolatry, and to betray the living God, and to come away, to compromise truth, to come away from God. That was her strategy. And so that's what the enemy is doing. The enemy is trying to, to so hurt leaders, leaders to cause them to compromise and to give up. But my brothers and sisters, I know that God is going to help us. God is going to help us to arise. God is going to help us to move forward. God is going to help us to do the necessary warfare that is required. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we know that uh, uh, Elijah anointed Elisha in his place. And then Elisha went and he, and he told another one of the prophets to go to um, uh, Jehu to anoint him as king. So we read that in 2 Kings 9 verses 1 to 3. And Elisha the prophet called one of the children of the prophets and said unto him, Gird up thy loins and take this box of oil in thine hand. And go to Ramoth Gilead. And when thou comest thither, look out there Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and go in and make him arise up from among his brethren and carry him to an inner chamber. Then take the box of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus says the Lord, I have anointed thee king of Israel. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. Hallelujah. And then so we see uh, Jehu, his anointed king, and he's a, he has a completely different spirit to, uh, to Ahab. And he's, he's the one that wants to go back to obey God and, and obey the statutes of God. And he wants to pull down the idols that are in the land among, among the people of Israel. And we, we, let's see what Jehu does. This is very encouraging for us. Um, in 2 Kings 9, 5-7. to 7, 
And when he came, behold, the captains of the host were sitting. And he said, I have an errand for thee, O captain. And Jehu said, Unto which of all of us? And he said, To thee, O captain. And he arose and went into the house. And he poured the oil on his head and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. And thou shalt smite the house of Ahab, thy master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. So we see here, Jehu is anointed king in place of Ahab. Hallelujah. And so now we see how he goes out to destroy Jezebel. This is beautiful. 2 Kings chapter 9, 33 to 37. And he said, throw her down. So they threw her down and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses. And he trod her underfoot. And when he was come in, he did eat and drink and said, go see now this cursed woman and bury her for she is a king's daughter. And they went to bury her, but they found no more of her than the skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. Wherefore they came again and told him, and he said, This is the word of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant Elijah the Tishbite, saying, In the portion of Jezreel shall dogs eat the flesh of Jezebel, and the carcass of Jezebel shall be as dung on upon the face of the field in the portion of Jezreel, so that they shall not say, This is Jezebel. Hallelujah. So we see Jehu go. Jezebel is standing up in a high place on the tower there. And he, and he commands her helpers to throw her down. And she, she just, her blood is splattered there on the ground. And she's eaten up. And virtually nothing is left of her. It's very interesting that the helpers there that threw her down from the tower were, were eunuchs. Now, I, I think there's a spiritual significance about them being eunuchs. So we know a eunuch, you know, their, their, their sexual part has been removed. So there's, they don't have any sexual desire anymore because it's gone. It's not a part of their body anymore. And so now they're just servants of, of, uh, of leaders. Okay. But there is a spiritual significance here. God is raising up spiritual eunuchs in the house of God. Spiritual eunuchs are ones that do not lust after the body of Christ. That do not lust after the bride of Christ. That do not get caught up in, uh, in carnality. That do not get caught up in the things of this world. That do not get caught up in, uh, in sensuality and sexual sin. You see, Jezebel has infiltrated the church. And many leaders in today have compromised so much that they are lusting after the bride of Christ. They are lusting after the body of Christ. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is they are wanting to get something from the church. They are wanting to get something from the bride of Christ that is not their own. Remember the, the fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, the elders in the body of Christ. Their job is to help to equip 
the saints, to train the saints, to raise up the body of Christ, to prepare the bride of Christ. And so the elders are not meant to lust after the bride. The elders are meant to prepare the bride. The elders are meant to equip the bride. The elders are meant to help the bride become pure in soul, to overcome everything that they are struggling with within the soul. This is what they are called to. But as we see, Jezebel has infiltrated the church. Balaam has infiltrated the church. As we see, uh, uh, um, Ahab has infiltrated the church. What do we see? We see leaders that are speaking a watered-down gospel, a polluted gospel. We see that leaders that are, are uh, um, massing things for themselves, instead of laying down their life as a drink offering for the body of Christ to be purified and to be cleansed and to be, to be made ready, many leaders are caught up by selfish gain and to, to, to use the body of Christ for what they can get from themselves. And that, that's what we see, the compromise. We also see the, the, the compromise in, in uh, things, things like, uh, uh, let, let's talk about uh, pray, praise and worship for a while. Um, uh, sometimes I listen to some CDs and praise and worship and I just feel that there's a mixture. A mixture between worldly music and mixture between godly music, holy music, pure music. There's a mixture and, and my spirit doesn't like it. My, my spirit feels uncomfortable. And so we see that there's a, there's an infiltration into the body of Christ. There is a spirit of compromise. You see, Ahab is a spirit that wants to bring in sensuality. Ahab wants to bring in doctrines of devil. Ahab wants to bring in uh, religious uh, practices of Baal worship. Remember, what does Jezebel want to do? She wants to cause the people of Israel to be involved in Baal worship. We are seeing today in mega churches, we are seeing today in large churches, Baal worship taking place. I'm going to call a spade a spade. I have watched and, and witnessed praise and worship in church and I sense there's a there's a spirit of Baal there. There's a spirit of, of, of a... Of a a compromise is a spirit of, of uh, uh, how can I say, where there's two spirits working at the same time. The Holy Spirit is there, but there's always a, a worldly spirit, a ball spirit that is all because there's compromise. And it has something to do with entertainment, it has something to do with, with money, with uh, mammon, where, where music is being used as, as a tool, a business tool to create money. But it's compromised the purity of worship before God. You know, in, in many churches today, the worship has become an entertainment industry, an entertainment industry with lights and a stage and everything. And people are so focused on the people that are on the stage and not focused on the Lord. People are focused on the, the whole entertainment product. But there's actually a spirit, a worldly spirit behind it. <coughs> Excuse me, there is a Baal spirit behind it. And I, I've listened to some CDs over the last five, six, seven years. And sometimes I listen to it, I said, there's, there's a worldly spirit behind this music. It's praise and worship stuff, brothers and sisters. But I said, I just discern there's a worldly spirit. God wants to bring back a purity to praise and worship. 
God wants to bring back a purity of expression of our hearts unto the Lord, where, where we don't need to focus so much on, on, on uh, everything being right. And, and uh, you know, uh, it, there's nothing wrong with having a good sound system. There's nothing wrong having good musicians and stuff like that. I'm not against that. But I'm saying is we have to return to simplicity of worshiping God from our hearts in obedience and it often does involve uh, music and but i believe there's a, a purity a purity that is going to be re restored to the way the body of christ sings and dances and celebrates before him but right now when, when i look uh, a few weeks ago i saw a little small little clip of a gathering of, of young adults a youth conference and i watched it and i said Father, I see a worldly spirit here. And I just realize, you know, that what are we dealing with? There's a Jezebel. There's a Balaam spirit. The spirit comes in to bring doctrines of devil. The, a spirit that comes in to bring false religion, Baal worship. And it is infiltrating the church. And we see more and more today how leaders are compromising the word of God. And so... Uh, sometimes uh, in these mega churches, in these in these largest churches, and sometimes it's even in smaller churches where elders are compromising and saying things like uh, "gay is not sin," to 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 be homosexual is not sinful, and uh, and they and they will not talk against it, and the the homosexual community is welcomed and is not challenged. To, to, to change or to understand what the Word God says about sexuality and what God's standards are regarding uh, sexual issues. Um, and, and so, you know, I heard a, a, an elder in a very large church in the United States just say the other day, he said, it's not my job to talk about that. It's, it's only my job to love them. That's all. My brothers and sisters, what can we see here? We see a, a watering down of the gospel take place. We see a pollution take place in the body of Christ. You see, um, uh, we have to do warfare. We have to do warfare. So many have been overtaken by a spirit of Jezebel, have been overtaken by a spirit of Balaam, been overtaken by a Jehu spirit, a weak world spirit. Instead of standing up and saying the word of the Lord, what really needs to be said, they are compromising. And so um, we need to uh, arise and do the warfare uh, that is necessary. I, I see coming... A split in the body of Christ where some part of the church is going to go into the world and go into compromise and become just a religious institutional religious system that is that, that where the kingdom of God is not going to be operating I see an aspect of the body of Christ going down that path but I see an, a split taking place I see another part of the body of Christ where where it's the overcomers it's those that are becoming full overcomers in Christ that will not compromise that have decided that I am in the kingdom of God Jesus Christ is king of kings and lord of God I'm going to believe his decrees I'm going to believe his truth 
I'm going to believe the word of God. I'm not going to compromise the word of God. I'm going to say the word of God, the, 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 the word of the Lord, the way it is meant to be said. I am not going to compromise. And I believe that this is this part of the body of Christ is going to come out and be separated. So we are living in times where the warfare is intensifying, brothers and sisters. And you and I that are called to become true overcomers, full overcomers, we need to do warfare. We need to do warfare. And right now I just see how uh, some of you uh, who are, uh, are prophets, some of you are elders, some of you are leaders in the body of Christ, you've been betrayed, you've been stabbed in the back. You, uh, you certain ones, maybe a spouse, maybe a church member, maybe an elder, maybe a brother or sister, someone in the body of Christ has really hurt you. Maybe more than one, maybe some. And you have been hurt. You have been disappointed. You have been betrayed. You have been hurt. And it, you've got this pain that has come into your soul. And you've felt, I just want to give up. I can't take this anymore. And you felt like Elijah. And you've gone at, un, under the tree and you said, Father, just take my life. I can't take this anymore. And you, you feel so disappointed. And you feel so hopeless. You feel, Lord, you know, I just can't go on anymore. And I just want to say... I, let's stand up and pray for you right now. Let's go to war and let's do a mighty, get a mighty victory. Father, I just pray for these ones, these dear ones that have been betrayed, that have been hurt, where the spirit of Jezebel has been operating and the words that have come out of people's mouth have been so painful, have been like missiles that have been like spears that have penetrated the heart, that have penetrated the whole and uh, the, the soul and caused a lot of damage. Father, I pray right now that, that the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of the Lord will fall upon your sons and your daughters that have been hurt and betrayed and disappointed right now. And Father, I pray that each one of those those um, darts, each one of those daggers, each one of those spears will be pulled out of their soul right now. Just bring the oil of your spirit and just heal up the wounds, Father. Heal up the wounds, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Father, I break, oh, I break off those words of Jezebel over these people, over my, my brothers and my sisters. I break those words, those curseful words over you. May they be broken in Jesus' name. I break those, those accusations. I break those painful words that were spoken to you to pull you down, to cause you to walk in defeat and to cause you to be wounded and cause you to lie down. And I just pull out all the arrows. I pull out all of those things that have held you back in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come, Father, bring the, your balm. Just bring your healing anointing right now, Lord God. All of your spirit and just wash over the souls of your brothers, uh, uh, over your sons and your daughters and heal the soul. Heal the soul, Lord. Heal the soul of the pain. Heal the soul of the hurt of those accusations of those painful words that were spoken Lord God and even where the spirit of Jezebel directly has come bringing fear and intimidation and terror Lord God I just break the power of fear over your sons and your daughters right now I break the power of Jezebel um, influence over, over my brothers and my sisters I break the power of, over each one right now in Jesus name I break the power of Balaam over each one in Jesus name that has been trying to cause uh, 
them to compromise, cause them to compromise the, the, the standard in Jesus' name. I come against all those elders, all those leaders that have, where the spirit of Jezebel has come against them, bringing um, uh, thoughts of, of fornication and adultery and, and, and uh, thoughts of temptations to lead them into sexual sin, to lead them to, to some other woman or some, some other man and to... And to fall into adultery, to fall into fornication, to fall into pornography, to fall into sexual pleasure, to fall into homosexuality, to, to fall into different things. I just break that right now in the name of Jesus. I break that right now over, the, over each one's life in the name of Jesus. If we read uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, it says, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. So God has given us a spirit of power. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit to defeat Jezebel, to defeat, defeat Balaam, to defeat the Ahab spirit of, of weak, being weak-willed in Jesus' name. Father, thank you that you've given us a spirit of love, the love of the Father. Lord, I pray right now that you fill your brothers and your sisters with the love of God. Fill them with the love of God. Fill them with the love of God. Thank you that the love of God drives out all fear, Lord God, in Jesus' name. I command every spirit of fear to leave my brothers. Every spirit of fear to leave my sisters in Jesus' name. Thank you that you so fill them up with your love to overcome every form of fear. Lord, we right now, Lord God, we come against the spirit of fear, the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of fear. In we just defeat her right now in Jesus' name. We pull her down. We defeat her in Jesus' name. Father, it says in Psalm chapter 68, verse 1 and 2, Let God arise and let His enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate Him flee before him as smoke is driven away so drive them away as wax melteth before the fire so let the wicked perish at the presence of God thank you father God thank you that God arise in us God arise in us the power of God the power of the Holy Spirit arise in us Lord God God arise in us, the love of God arise in us, hallelujah, cause our enemies to be scattered, cause the, the, the attacks of Jezebel that have come against it to be scattered in Jesus' name, cause the attacks of, of Balaam compromise to be scattered in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God, cause, uh, cause uh, the, the Jehu, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the spirits of, of, of being weak-willed, the Ahab spirit of being weak-willed, be broken off our lives in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Just as smoke is driven away, may Jezebel be driven away in Jesus' name. Uh, just as um, wax melteth before the fire, may Jezebel uh, and the spirit of fear be melt like wax before us right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Father, Father, we come before you. And Father, we repent of walking in a spirit of fear. We repent of walking in a spirit of compromise. We repent of walking, allowing uh, to, uh, uh, to walk in uh, self-pity and pride. Father, forgive us for walking in disappointment and disillusionment. Forgive us for 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 our. Uh, desiring just to run away and escape and to, to compromise and to give up our destiny, our calling, Father, forgive us. 
And Father, wash our sins away in the blood of Jesus. Father, for those of us who have fallen into sexual sin, Lord God, of fornication, adultery, those of us who have sinned into fallen into pornography, those who have fallen into compromise, Father, wash our sins away in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, those of us that have fallen into sexual sin in the mind, Lord God, where the, 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 the Jezebel spirit has come with, with sexual temptations within the mind, Lord God, where the mind is pre- procreative and we've given in to these thoughts, we've given in to these, these, um, these temptations, Lord God. Right now, Lord God, wash our sins away in the blood of Jesus. Thank you for the purifying of the mind, the purifying of the soul in Jesus' name. Forgive us, Father God, for allowing ourselves to walk in the spirit of fear in Jesus' name. Thank you for the power of the blood of Jesus to wash our sins away. Father, thank you that we are seated in heaven places with Christ Jesus. Father, thank you that the spirit of Elijah falls upon us, Lord God. Hallelujah. There's the spirit of the Lord falls upon us. The Holy Spirit falls upon us, Lord God. We again choose to fight. We again choose to walk in our calling. We again choose to walk in our destiny. We choose to give up being weak-willed. And Lord God, we cast off the spirit of Ahab from our lives and we choose to exercise our will, Father, in Jesus' name and do mighty exploits. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you that the spirit of fear is broken off our lives. Thank you that the spirit of fear is broken off your sisters, broken off my brothers, broken off my sisters' lives in Jesus' name. Oh, Father God, thank you that the spirit of fear is slain before us right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that you cause, Father God, your brothers and sisters to advance, to advance, to advance, to advance, advance. Complete victory over fear. Complete victory over fear in Jesus' name. Father, right now, fill us up with your love. Fill us up with your love, Lord God. Fill us up with your love, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, we use the scripture as a weapon, Lord God. 2 Timothy 1.7 for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you that the enemy is destroyed before our feet, Lord God. Thank you that the giants of Jezebel are destroyed. The giants of, of, of uh, Ahab being weak-willed and compromising. And the, the, the spirit of uh, Balaam, of, of God, of uh, of Baal worship and and the the spirit of false religion, Lord God, are, 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 are pulled up and uprooted in our lives, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, cause your overcoming bride to arise. Cause your overcoming church to arise, Lord God, in Jesus. Cause us, Lord God, to fight. Cause us to go to war. Oh, Lord, thank you that a grace comes upon our life right now. A grace comes upon our life, Lord God. Thank you for a strengthening of our will. A strengthening of our will to exercise our will, Lord God. Father, we choose today to again to enter into our calling. To enter into our destiny. To enter into our inheritance. To enter into what is written in the book of our lives. That's what you've called us to do in the years to come. In the days to come, Lord God. To move forward in that Lord God hallelujah thank you Lord God you fill us with your fire you fill us with your power Lord God 
Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. This is a new day. Thank you. This is a new start, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, that your church is arising. Your church is arising. Your church is taking ground, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.